the film series that won't die. Nearly 30 movies, one house, actually several houses, and cursed artifacts. The Amityville Horror Podcast. Hello, I am Pat. I am Tom. And this is the Amityville Podcast. Uh, this week, we're going to be watching... Amityville in the hood. In the hood. Yeah. Um, in the fine, fine tradition of Leprechaun in the hood or Leprechaun back to the hood. Yep. Um, yeah. It's a lot of movies, series go to space. A lot of them go to, as they put it here, the hood or, you know, um, a lot of times a franchise will try and basically... Just redirect or find a new demographic, like uh, Halloween 8 tried to do that, um, bringing in Busta Rhymes and Tyra Banks. They were Mm -hmm. specifically, yeah. um, Yeah. Much more so than, like, when LL Cool J is in a H2O. Right, yeah. He's just, like, a token black guy, as opposed to... Busta Rhymes is the lead of that movie. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. But it's, um, it's, it's a weird thing because it's... Well, so there's obvious. on one side it's token black character on the other side it's hard pandering and it's yeah. they never find that nice sweet spot that comes from like an actual like independently produced uh, like your Jordan Peele movie your Jordan Peele movies or like uh, Rusty Cundiff with uh, Tales from the Hood uh, three of those now I there think he's done those, yeah. um, or I, I've never seen any of these I'm very lax in terms of my uh Hood-centric movies. I haven't seen either of the Leprechaun and the Hood ones. They are terrible. I haven't seen any of the Tales from the Hood, even though... Man, those trailers with Clarence Williams III, are oh, yeah. just, he's just amazing. They're uh, fun. Um, you can definitely see budget restrictions kicking in on the second and definitely the third. Well, sure. But, um, but no, like... Like Cliff is a like fun Bone. director. Have you ever seen Bones? The, uh, oh, the Snoop Dogg one. Snoop Dogg yeah. movie. Never saw Bones. I saw it I in the theater. The I don't remember it. I'm sorry? I saw it in the theater, but I don't remember it. Fair. Yeah. Uh, People Under the Stairs. Yeah? yeah. That actually... Actually, that is the happy medium movie we're looking for, because it's uh, black-centered uh, heroic characters mm-hmm. against uh, horrible, horrible white people. Yeah. Uh, same with Candyman. Yeah. Well, Candyman and the new Candyman, but not two and three so much. <sighs> I don't. The sec the in the like well, the, the environment. The, the Virginia yeah, Madis- yeah, 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 Madison yeah. aside, she yeah, is yeah, basically yeah. just the eyes through which we see the yeah yeah yeah. Which that's what makes that new one so fascinating. How it doesn't disqualify or discount anything in the the original film, but it plays with it from a different angle that mm-hmm. they work together. Yeah, fascinating. Yeah. It actually it helps build the mythos, but like in very interesting different ways. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's very good. Yeah. Everybody, you should stop listening to this and just watch that new Candyman. It's, it's, so good. It's and if you haven't awesome. seen the original in a while, go back and rewatch that first because yeah. there are so many nice little touches and nods, not to mention specific plot points that yeah they'll fill you in on. But yeah, if you if you do it fresh back to back, it's really good. It's really good. good. It's really good. Um, but yeah, the, uh, yeah. the just the, the the total pandering hood movies. Yeah, because like again, you can get independently produced ones that are a lot of fun. Every so often, you get some from a studio, but it's how does Ice T not have a horror franchise? 
Like, he's in one of those Leprechaun movies, I believe. But, I think so, but... But, like, why doesn't he have, like... He, he was on that Law & Order kick, so he was, already true, had the steady true. paycheck. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. But I think he'd have fun in one. Dude, I would, I would watch the shit out of, like, some sort of slasher movie where Ice-T is, the be- like, a Freddy Krueger type of guy. Because it's Ice-T. You need... He has to talk while he's oh, absolutely, yeah. and doing whatever. He could be freezing people. He could be freezing people. He could be a slasher. <laughs> he could be a freezing slasher guy. And... Uh, oh, my God. What a wasted opportunity. Yeah. Man. Wait, are you saying Frozone is a serial killer? Ah, <sighs> that'd be awesome. <laughs> but, yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, like, um, I don't know. I mean, it's the problem is that it's you know, black, like, well, no, black, like, black horror cinema started out by being like, you know, Blackula and Blackenstein and all that, which they weren't given much money to work yeah. with, and there was a lot of heart put into some of the early ones, dude. Those um, both Blackula movies are really good, yeah, absolutely. Like, Blackenstein is terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. there was going to be, like, you know, cash in and diminishing returns. Yeah. But it was also still, it was black exploitation. Yeah. It wasn't, right. you weren't seeing, like, a new voice, a new idea, a different mm-hmm. style of horror. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still need to see Ganja and Hats. I've, not, I've never seen that. Or I, the Spike Lee remake. I haven't seen Oh, I didn't know about the remake. That's that uh, The Sweet Blood of Jesus, I think, is a soft remake of Ganja. Okay. Because, like, I remember when I first read about, like, I'd read about the plot of uh, The Sweet Blood of Jesus. And then uh, when I saw Ganja and Hess was on Shudder, I was looking up what that was about because it's like, oh, Dwayne Jones is in another horror movie? Oh, Mm -hmm. my God. Yes, please. And uh, I was looking up, I was like, isn't this the Spike Lee movie? And so I had to look up the Wikipedia for the Spike Lee movie. It's like, yeah, we're making an extended, you know, homage remake to. Ganja and Hess. Nice. Yeah. I, I will have to check it out. Um, I remember seeing Ganja and Hess and not being blown away by it, mm-hmm. but um, eh, just a taste thing, you yeah, know. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, like I, I remember the first time being exposed to something that was again like indie came through trauma was Death by Temptation. No, uh, it was like late 80s early 90s somewhere right around there and vinegar syndrome i think just put out a special edition um so yeah i can lend it to you when i you know but yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah but anyway uh that to say that black centric horror movies yeah which um, hopefully this is actually the last one we watched uh was it Amityville Cop? Yeah. Uh, um, the, the, the cop is black, and uh, the Amityville Cop, the titular Amityville yeah, Cop, but is the captain, black actor. Uh, the, captain the lead and cop, uh, the, rookie. the rookie. We're all uh, yeah. black actors. Yeah, it was well represented. Um, and then you had it, uh, one cop, I think, was Latino. Maybe Cooper? Yeah. Maybe. Uh, um, anyway, but yeah, like, representation good. Um, yeah. And diverse, uh, you know, diverse ideas, diverse backgrounds, diverse, like, you know, legends or things to pull from are always going to help the genre. But when you throw the words into hood on the end, I definitely don't get a good feeling about like, yeah, this is white people trying to sell things to black people. Yeah. This is rapping granny kind of shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) Now, that said, could be completely wrong. We're going to give it a shot. Yeah, it won't but... be great. It won't be great. Uh, this one, this one, we'll be watching on the YouTube. Uh, if you guys want to watch along with us, yep. But uh, we'll see you in a minute. Oh my God, Patrick! 
Did you know that this was a sequel to Toy Box? Did you know this was a sequel to Toy Box? Not going in. Oh, not man. Not until it started. I was not expecting to... I, all right, I'm sorry. Dear listeners, this is the third installment of the Clown House Toy Box cycle of uh, the offshoot uh, Amityville ones. This is the ones where it was the... Uh, the girl, the, the a daughter buys a possessed cl- uh, clown with symbols do- toy. Monkey. Monkey with yeah. symbols toy uh, for her dad. And as it turns out, the monkey toy, co- it was the original cause of all of the evil in the Amityville house. And so it made the father go nuts and kill like 13 of his children. Yep. And then... Uh, Which was again in Nebraska. In Nebraska. Because of all the license plates, even though in this one, when they do, you know, give us recaps, they don't specify, but I think they're implying that it was back in Amityville, New York. Even um, though they say specifically when I was back home and got the monkey. I think she, kind of. I, I think the girl, the, the, the surviving daughter ends up back in, in New York. Gotcha. Because okay. she but she brought it from New York, right, for the dad's a, birthday party yeah, in Nebraska. And it the toy and the girl end up back in New York, and then it ends up you know in the in Amityville toy box. It uh, ends up in a quote unquote antique store run by Mark Patton, and then it ends up in the hands of uh, this one couple. And uh, the husband proceeds to rape the shit out of his wife and try to murder her, which is how this opens up. This is like we we like it opens with the last few minutes of Amityville Toy Box. At which point, I honest to God started having a like just a, 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 a epileptic fit about mm-hmm. with excitement because oh no, these guys are back. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And um, when we were trying to speculate whether this was white people making an In the Hood movie. It is. And also, it's not. It's, right. It's kind of... It is, but it's, like, half-heartedly. Like, yeah. it's not really trying... Like, at, at, by the end of the movie, the operative metaphor, I think, for the production is, uh, imagine Jerry Lewis is walking into a room holding a box with the movie, and then he Jerry Lewis's and falls, and the box spills all over the floor, and the movie shatters into a million pieces. You gotta glue it together. You might need to borrow old parts from other stuff you got on the shelf. But yeah, this is yeah, this is pretty much what it looked like. Uh, I think. I think. No, no, nobody in the room actually knew what it looked like before. Right. And now this is what it is. Yeah. So. Oh boy. Um, Three years later, after the events of Amityville Toy Box. Uh, so. Um, Stop acting like you didn't love it. Oh, no, this was a hell of a watch. This was good. This was fun. Um, it's uh, two black gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gangsters. Go into the Amityville house, which has glowing green windows now. Yep, because there's all that demon weed. Uh-huh. The Amityville house has been turned into a grow house. Yep. By, apparently owned by a guy named Big M, mm-hmm. who is based out of Compton, which is... And uh, for our international listeners, the other side of America. Yeah. The, yeah. Like, yeah, Amityville's in New York, Compton's in L.A. Does Big M own the house? I think he own, he, he was employing the two, the two, the dudes owed them mo- him money, and so they were bringing him weed. The dudes owed him money. 
Uh, or no, no, no. No, you're right. Those two guys were taking weed from the house to sell on their own, and Big M's soldiers caught them. Yeah. uh, Which we'll get to. But Big M did not own the house. The bank owned the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we'll get to. Uh, But... Well, not really. That's, I think big, that was about one mention. Like, yeah, they, a bank they are screwing the house. over Big M somehow, but if they were stealing his weed from the grow house, they were robbing so the it's grow his house. Grow, okay, so he's using the Abbeville house as a grow house, right? On the other side of the continental United States, exactly, because the house is sitting empty. But unfortunately, well, you grow weed in the Abbeville house. You get, uh, you get what you grow. Yeah. Or yeah. you reap what you sow. Yeah. So those guys, the two, yeah, the two thieves um, get gunned down. And the weed that they had walked out of, not all the stuff inside, makes its way back to Compton and gets out on the street, but also is out on the street in Amityville. Through the course of the movie, both towns have this weed out in the public. Yes. I think I figured it out. The two guys, the two first guys, are employed by Big M. They are collecting the harvest. And then the other guys that show up, the ones that bring it to Compton, they are, were the thieves. They're the thieves. Okay, and that's, gotcha. Because then the, the the girls are saying, like, you stole Big M's weed, so I think that's that's where we're getting Right, 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 right. Around yep, 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 yep. Dear God. Yeah. <laughs> we weren't sure how much of this was going to make sense or... You know, there were times where we did rewind to try and figure out what was we had going to, on. We had to replay one conversation three times. Yeah. Not, neither of us have uh, imbibed any illicit substances. Yeah. Today, despite going in, like, being uh, encouraged throughout yeah. the entire film. And like other weeks, I've definitely been sipping. Um, but nope, nope. This week, stone sober. So the weed. So Big M, who is on the. Wait, is he on the East Coast or the West Coast? Big M was on the West Coast. Cause I guess you're right. That doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. But they wanted to use Compton. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it, we're not going to figure it out. Or I don't I'm think not so. Figure it out. Um, this, this movie was co-written and directed by Dark Infinity. You will recognize this name. Or you'll, you'll see this name 50 times. The beginning and the end of the credits, and he has a cameo. We'll mm-hmm. get to that later. Um, and it's a he. I was really hoping it was going to be this girl, Cheyenne, that we see in the mm-hmm. very beginning of the film. There is, like, this five-minute sequence. God, actually, no. It's, like, five minutes of just watching her walk down the street. Mm-hmm. Head-to-toe purple horribleness. Yeah, she's got a... She's got a Per, dark purple or black lollipop. Yeah. And she's dressed goth. And goth lolly is a thing, but that does not mean what we just saw. Goth lolly is more like anime. Yeah. Yeah. This is like purple lipstick, purple hair, purple dress, purple fishnets, purple pumps. Yeah. And she is going to Big M's to do her business. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she has to... First, we have to have a five-minute scene... Of her haggling with the guy at the door as to whether she can go in. And, like, he keeps trying to get, like, the look. He keeps trying to lowball her, no pun intended, on the price of a blowjob. And I got to tell you, between the two of these people uh, uh, trying to talk like uh, gangsters, 
it got really old really quick. Yeah. Uh, he keeps trying to drop names like Little Mermaid, Pocahontas. We were thinking it was a Disney princess thing, but then yeah. calls her Sacagawea at one point. Yeah. So we have no idea what he was trying to say with any of his insults. Mm, nope. Um, besides just naming character, naming, well, either characters and or real people. Yeah. Um, yeah, not a clue. Not yeah. a clue. But no, he did mean them as insults. Uh, he's trying to get the price down because mm-hmm. she's saying twenty dollars. He only wants to pay ten. Yeah. He finally convinces her twenty dollars, and she gives him a ride home. So then she goes into Big M's, and Big M is having is trying is or yelling at uh, two of his soldiers because of the loss of the weed, and you know, telling them that they got to go to Compton to track it down or go wherever to track it down. Yeah. The entire time. Cheyenne is going down on him. Yeah, in with, the meeting. Uh, there's a lot of these movies don't bother with foley work. Nope. There was constant sound effects. Thank um, God. Very, very pronounced and very, very. Yeah. It sounded like a pudding eating contest. A little bit. A lot, yeah. a lot, a lot of goo. And I got to tell you. Don't get me wrong. The Big M is a monster, but in terms of power moves. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a silver platter full of cocaine that he's t- he's tried it yeah. during the meeting. Yeah, silver platter full of cocaine on his desk. The entire room is written is just completely lit red, like it was a dark room. Yeah, she's going down on him as he's yelling at these guys, and then when he finishes and she backs up, he just shoots her in the head because yeah. I don't know if you've understood, he is a terrible, terrible human being. Uh huh. So, Jesus Christ. Yeah, and from a This is the first ten minutes of this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> plot standpoint, everything that we heard outside meant nothing to the plot. Yeah, Including the part where, and you were out of the room for this, yeah. um, the guard clearly has forgotten his line for a chunk, mm-hmm. and he just sort of stumbles through. Um, uh, so, like, what do you... I mean, what you're trying to... is. I guess what you're saying it, and finally gets the line out, and they just went with it. I guess that was the best take. Apparently, that was the best take, because uh, it couldn't be that they're bad filmmakers. No, and don't know. It's like okay, well, why don't we try it again? Mm. Yeah, bad. So now we go from the. I'm gonna say big. I, I'm saying big M's on the the East Coast. So then he goes. Then then his we follow the his guys. Hunting down the weed, which is in Compton, which so the thieves were in were from California, and they this, they heard about this place on the other side of the country, went there, stole the weed, and managed a bag, and, and, and managed to get it back. Right, that's like three different movies in and of itself. Yeah, which I would I would see. Yeah, sure. I've I watched yeah. dr- drug. Uh, shenanigans movies with less plot mm-hmm. like this one for instance yeah. but yeah so the demon weed is out and about in Compton and uh, has the or we, we find out later that it has the street name of Amityville Possession yeah name which, drop uh, that is actually you know credit over credit to Amityville Possession that's Amityville number two the greatest Amityville ever made yeah so you know they've done their homework these guys have because well we saw the house first shot of the movie is the Amityville house which right we are such 
battered housewives of this Amityville series that just seeing the actual Amityville or a, repre- a, re- a model of the Amityville house, just something that is really saying this is an Amityville thing mm-hmm. as opposed to we're just putting a name on it, just feels better. Yeah, it, it feels honest. Oh, God. We have to stop doing this. Uh, we're close to the end of everything that's out right now. We're close. We're close. Um, but yeah, uh, so... Uh, yeah, this group is gathered together. Um, they're packaging the everything. Had, yeah, they're packaging it, and one girl, Heather, takes a little bit to the bathroom, mm-hmm. smokes it, and gets a weird glowing green blotch on her face that yep. she reacts to like, oh, what was that? Yep. Now, and then she like sprouts full demon face. Yeah. Now, I got to I gotta do a quick sidebar on this, because her performance is... Not just endemic of a lot of the performances in this, but in, like we were talking, going back to Blackula, mm. when you get this environment, this, you know, style, this, you know, what, however, and you're bringing in actors, that's not how they are. And yeah. they're trying to play Hood, yeah. but it's definitely not their thing. They're, they're not black people doing bad caricatures of what TV has told them black people should sound like. Right, but they're not... But it's, it's even worse. It's Yeah, it's somewhere... It's It just it feels like they're being told to do the thing and they're choking back on it so hard. We want to give um, the actors the benefit of the doubt that this is not anything that they really wanted to do. Right, exactly. Uh, so the example I'm thinking of is specifically when they made Black Dynamite. Which is an absolute joy. Don't it, uh, tread carefully, son. If you have something bad to say, about oh, I'm Black not saying Dynamite, anything bad. You may have I'm, to leave. Oh God, we, we might just be done right here. I will never say anything Thank, bad okay, about. Okay, good. Okay, okay, good, 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 good. When they were making it, mm-hmm. uh, the decision was everybody in the movie was not playing their character in the movie. They were assigned the actor that they're playing stuck in this movie. Oh. So it's like you are a Shakespearean actor. You have, you know, done Shakespeare in the Park. You've done so many, like, great performances on stage. From the streets where I come from. Exactly. It's like, you are way better than this material, and you're trying to elevate it. You, uh, like, um, Michael Jai White, was playing a football player yeah, yeah, who yeah, got yeah, cast yeah. in a movie. <laughs> like, everybody had that two-layer back, and yeah. I think one of them called it, like, you know, you're Blackter. For this, like, um, you're playing the, I'm playing this, and I feel like there might have been a level of that for some of these people, maybe, in the movie. And again, not just the black, you know, cast members, but like everybody mm-hmm. seemed to have a. I can't just play this character. I have to play some version of yeah. Play like at, once at, at best, at worst, I can imagine the director shouting, "No, make it more like X." From like some other movie, like right. make it like this person from this movie, yeah, and but, terrible, yeah. yeah. But they just it seemed like a layer removed, kind of like that. Yeah, like there was no, no, no. You're right, you're right. Yeah, they weren't committing to what could have turned into really rough territory. It's yeah. I don't think they cross any line too terribly. I think they were afraid to step up to them. Good. 
Yes, absolutely. Actually, err on the side of caution if this is the, also you could just not make the this this, this movie. Or right, you, you could call movie. it something else. You could call it Amityville Grow House. Yeah, Amityville Grow House. Yeah, but um, I, I was wrong. I, like in my notes uh, originally, I had Amityville in the hood, but it actually is Amityville in the hood. So, mm-hmm. like I gave them like a point back, then immediately took three away when Cheyenne started talking. Oh, even before that, the first uh, the first actor on screen. Oh uh, yeah, 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 the first black oh actor my God. How on did screen. We, How did we? We didn't mention this. Yeah. What the first black black actor on screen? One of the two guys that's uh, Big M's people collecting the the demon weed. They he takes a look in the Amityville house and honest to God, because like the first five minutes of the movie are an extended flashback from or the last five minutes of the previous film. Much yeah. like old horror movies like Your Evil right. Dead, Your Friday the 13th. So the first actual new piece of dialogue is a black person sticking his head into his spooky honest house and saying, Oh, hell no! Mm-hmm. At which point I was like, Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Just, We're not it. saying this movie gets a pass. No. We're saying not. it was naive and it, was, <laughs> it wasn't trying to push any boundaries, but no, it didn't. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not great, Dan. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, yeah, there's some other spots I'm actually seeing ahead that, uh, but anywho, um, see ya. She has the weed reaction and goes big to Big guys show up. Mm-hmm. And big fire, like, I th- like it cuts away to the news almost immediately. And like, we're told that everybody died. So it's like the Except big, for one survivor. Except for one survivor. Sandra LaCosta. And, uh, but, uh, it's basically like... The de- the the possessed girl ends up killing all of like all like anybody that Big M's guys didn't kill, she killed them and Big M's guys. Yeah, we see Lacosta um, hiding, and you just hear, I'll call it gunfire. It sounded like paintball guns. Yeah, but you hear gunfire and screaming and noises, and everybody died. They're playing it on set from their phone. Right, the sound effects. <laughs> But um, it immediately cuts to a news report. Oh, actually, it doesn't immediately. There is the dream sequence with the house, the monkey. Oh, right, because of the, the uh, clown yeah. dream. There's there's a there's like about a two three minute window of stock footage. Yeah. From previous films, mm-hmm. catching you up on things by not telling you any context. Yeah, because it's uh, the dream of this police detective uh, who ends up watching the news, and that's why I thought it cuts gotcha. to the news. But. With, uh, Peter Summers, our English guy, mm-hmm. who uh, we've seen him as a news reporter in at least Toy Box, but uh-huh. he's more, we, we love him more as the uh, director, writer, and co-star of Amityville Playhouse. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Do I, we I, love him as that? I, mean, I think I like him better as a newscaster. I like him better as the newscaster, you're right. But that's where yeah. we first, where he entered... The Amityville oeuvre. Mm-hmm. And this British fellow on what I can only assume is either like BBC or yeah. BBC4, The Dave. Um, <laughs> real network. BBC4, The Dave. Oh, no. BBC4 and The Dave are separate networks. Oh, oh okay. But the I, I Dave, thought it was like ESPN 8, The Ocho. Ocho. Yeah. BBC4, The Dave. No. Or excuse me, The Dave. Mm-hmm. The Dave is the just Dav. a separate uh, British channel now. Awesome. Yep. I don't um, know what that means, but it sounds fa- fabulous. That's just what they call it. Sure. Um, but he, yeah, he's on this 
I'm assuming British news program I think covering. It, I think it's the local Compton News. Or it's, it's LA local news. I don't think it's the police detective is watching it the, and eating his cereal. All right. Uh, it, it, yeah, I guess it could be. Uh, Although, if it were on like a, a glo- like a, a more cable news network, it would explain the next scene with the Amityville. With the police chief from Amityville, you know, Amityville, New York, mm-hmm. there was a, like, early in the film, there's at least, like, six or seven instances of somebody saying Amityville, and then the next person saying, Amityville, New York? Or, like, where all spooky, those murders happened? Where all that spooky shit happened? Mm-hmm. It, it, it got... Constant. Ridiculous. Yeah, but anyway, this British newscaster, I just assumed he was one that, like, in England. Either way, he's talking about... How there is a strain of marijuana that has gotten loose in Compton. Compton. Um, and in the, the authorities States. have traced its origin back to New York. Amityville. Amityville. New York. And I'm wondering what news broadcast, be it in the UK, be it in Compton or LA, be it in New York, would do a, a story about. There's a strain of weed out there that we've traced to another part of the country as a breaking news headline. Well, because the weed is making everybody act like they're on bath salts. Because they don't know that it's actual demon possession happening yet. Hallelujah. But yeah, no, it's ridiculous. And this leads into, honest to God, we rewound this scene three times to make sense of it. And it... It's still barely... It's, it, it makes sense, but there's a missing crucial chunk of dialogue that would have made it make sense. What I think happened right. is they shot both of those parts separately sure. with an outline of the scene rather than a script. Mm-hmm. And they were saying every angle of everything that they think could cover what they needed to cover. And then when they got to editing, realized, well, we repeat a lot of the same stuff on both sides... We're missing this. Uh, let's just go with it. Yeah. Oh, obviously. Let's just go yeah. with it. So, I'm going to try to explain my, ver- my my understanding of the scene and then correct me afterwards. Mm-hmm. The police chief in Amityville, New York... New York. ...calls, our, uh, calls Detective White in L.A. because he just saw the news about... Or he just saw the news that... The marijuana strain is in Compton, and he's been dealing... The, the missing dialogue is that... Or, no, no, hold on. And so, and he has been dealing with the weirdo weed possessions in Amityville, New York, and he knows about this one detective that's from Amityville, or around that area, and enlists his help in tracking... Uh, talking to the one survivor of the shootout zombie massacre to try to... Get some information about where the weed came from to confirm if, it. If she can confirm that the weed came from Amityville, yeah. then he can, uh, and it's uh, Chief Malone. Oh, um, doesn't he, matter. Yeah. <laughs> it, that means Chief Malone will be able to get a proper warrant to ah. search the Amityville property yeah. to find the grow house and then burn it to the ground as it should be done. Yes. You have to understand the. Amityville, New York, police chief talks about the murders in Compton as if these are cases that he is actively investigating. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that he is the police chief in New- in a small town in New York, mm-hmm. and these are murders that happened 
on the other side of the continental United States. But he watches Compton or L.A. news programs because he opens by saying, did you just see the news? Did you just see the news? And now that you're saying, not, not like, uh, since we talked about it before, I think you're right. It probably has to be the BBC or CNN or something that has a national uh, broadcast. Yeah. Otherwise, and again, otherwise, this movie makes even less sense. And again... A national news broadcast with a headline story about a strain of weed in Compton coming from a small town in New York. Well, yeah, because it's related to the Amityville thing, which apparently is still in the cultural zeitgeist, and it's weed that causes people to eat people. That is news. I mean, it is. What was that? It's... uh, uh, we're making sense of the movie, I know, but like, are you okay? Yeah, it it, it broke my brain a little. Fair. <laughs> um, so, as they're describing some of the violent uh, violent outbreaks that are going on, yeah. Um, <coughs> and also, the one cop says, oh yeah, yeah. There, there was this other thing. Okay, I'm sorry. In, in this conversation, that again, we had to watch three times because the dialogue was so confusing. The New York cop who called. The detective in L.A. asks the detective that he knows in L.A. is in L.A. How far are you from Amityville? Yeah, it's like on his home number, by the on way. On his home number, it's like I'm about five thousand miles away. What in the hell all are of you the talking distance. about? All, all of the like, continental I'm as U.S. Far distance as I could possibly be without leaving the country. Yeah. He asked that. Um, then he gives him some stats about this, the crime rate in L.A. In so, L.A.? He's yeah. got the New he York says, guy has L.A. crime stats. He says in the last six hours, 12 people were murdered in Compton, <laughs> which normally wouldn't raise many concerns. Well, he fucking says that. Patrick, Patrick and I were alternating in predicting the next lines about this. Like you, you had that one. Yeah, that one. It was, was like, so good. Yeah, it's like, well, that's not really that bad for, or that's not particularly high for Compton. And then he says it. Yeah, like I was making a snarky joke, but yeah. then it was a line of dialogue. I'm like, oh fuck you. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, so there's all sorts of sadistic things going on. A mother in one part of the country or another yeah. had put her toddler in the toaster oven and fed it to her 12-year-old, yep. which is grim as fuck. That's a, you know, top pocket. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. But so they, yeah, they, they agree that they need to find this, quote, devil harvest and send it back to hell. Yeah. Uh, basically, we need to burn the house down. Yeah. Which... I mean, the house has exploded or burned down at least twice at this point in these films. Oh, way more than that. I, I'm just saying conservative. Yeah. It's like, blown up a lot. Oh, yeah, and then there's all the it other times. It blew up in two and three. Yeah, and then there's all the times where like it was like raised to the ground and something else has been built on it. Yep, and an asylum or... Yeah, the playhouse. Yeah. Or Was the playhouse built on it or was oh, it just... I forget. I don't Doesn't remember. Matter. All right, focus. Uh, we're halfway yeah. through the plot of this film, even though there's like an hour to go. Because yeah. uh, so Detective White is on the case, and he goes and uh, finds a, or he drives around. Dear God, okay, so oh wait, 
I'm sorry, I, I, no. I had it in a bad spot. Um, Go for it. This is where we found out about the bank owning the grow house. Yeah. Because the cop, the Amityville cop, he wants New to York, burn it down. Um, wants to burn it down really bad, but he needs the warrant to be able to go in, but he can't get the warrant because people are trying to protect it because the bank still owns the house, mm-hmm. and they're a stickler for the rules. The <laughs> bank... The bank is stickler for the, the rules. bank would probably frown on arson, says the police officer. This is... This may be a poorly written film, Patrick. It may be. It also it points to some of our arguments last week on uh, police and horror movies not being t- particularly no, good. No, but it's kind of fun that this is the second one in a row that police are the main characters of our stupid Amityville film. So, as with any good low-budget piece of junk movie, we have lots of shots of driving around. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, this was filmed in 2020, so it's driving around L.A. during the pandemic. So it's just shot after shot of people's belongings being thrown out onto yeah. the sidewalk because they, they're being unfairly evicted. Mm-hmm. And then all these shanty towns, it's like, like shuttered businesses uh, and it was homeless people and just like piles of clothes on the corner. And like, it's depressing it's, as fuck. It's so depressing. <coughs> and it's like... And we're not, I'm not, we're not trying to make light of this. It's like, no, we're it's not. absolutely we're, this terrible. Is... But you shouldn't be just using this as B-roll in your shitty little horror movie. These people are sleeping on yeah. the streets. This is terrible. That's, what I, that's, that's another reason why I said this movie's naive, but that doesn't get it off the hook. It's not inoffensive. No, it's very right. offensive, this film. Yeah. Like, I feel like that kind of stuff hit me... As hard as the remake of Possession, mm-hmm. just using the DeFeo name again. Yeah, like, it's a, you these are real people. These that. are real people that you're exploiting for your shitty yeah. horror movie. And, yeah, the, yeah. And with a lot of that footage, it's a lot. There's like ten, like all together, spread throughout the film. There's like ten minutes of seeing all these poor people mm-hmm. uh, that are going through the worst time of their lives. Yeah, and they're probably thinking great production value. Yep. Uh, really makes it feel real. <laughs> That footage could have been used to make an interesting documentary about what was going on if they got out of their car and talked to any of them. Yes. God, this sucks. <laughs> this just sucks. That's... Fuck this movie. But this, this, thing, this like... surprisingly enjoyable movie. <laughs> yeah, God damn I it. just uh, like yeah, that that got my crawl. That hurts. So Detective um, White makes his way to Sandra LaCosta, who is not even a little happy to talk about anything. Like, she goes from, like, who are you, to clapping in his face about what mm-hmm. happened to his, her sister. Yeah, that, are you not listening to me? Right, like, right now. Pay attention. Like, the punctuation clap. He, he had just been saying his name and why he was there. Yeah. And then she immediately freaked out. And then... Detective White explains his uh, involvement in this case, which begins a 13-minute flashback to Clown House and Toy Box. Mm-hmm. Um, Basically, it's it's so much of it, like, it is an updated version of the extended flashback from Toy Box, mm-hmm. which, you know, in it was the already of that like movie, about 15, 20 minutes. There's like 15 minutes of Clown House and Toy Box. Like, five, six movies on, they are going to have such a complex but convoluted yeah. uh, bottle episode. 
It's going to be amazing. Yeah, I think it's going to be the Amityville elevator and surviving characters <laughs> from each of them are just going to reminisce. Yes. And I'm all for it. Oh, totally. Yeah. God help us. But yeah, 13 minutes, uh, basically showing you all sorts of footage of some of the better shots they had, yeah. some of the more impressive bits, um, a lot like, of the yeah, effect yeah. stuff. And we're not going to talk about it right now, because you can go back and listen to the episodes we did on Clown House and Toy Box. Yeah. And so, you'll you'll hear the stuff then because we're not we're not doing that. We're not doing that and we're not doing a super cut of our comments to no. replicate the experience. Because that would be work. Yeah, I'm not doing that. But so afterwards, so, oh, okay. Was, and, uh, yeah, so uh, Big M, aware that all of this is going on, has been approached about, you know, well we gotta get this weed off the streets and he's absolutely against it. He's like, oh. there's controversy. Like you remember when tainted heroin drove the prices up mm-hmm. and like, he wants this out on the street knowing that it may cost a few lives, but hey, that's the business. Because routinely, weed dealers have to deal with the constant overdoses <laughs> and the loss of clientele. Oh. We, 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 we jumped over the end of the uh, Detective White, Sandra Lacosta scene. Mm. Oh, sorry. Where, where uh, Detective White leaves... Uh, Sandra or Sandra sees like a remaining uh, blunt of the demon of the of Amityville possession. Mm-hmm. Wisely uh, douses it and tosses it in the garbage because she says it no had to sparked drugs. itself up. It sparked itself up. She tosses it in the garbage. It proceeds to relight itself, set the uh, waste the basket, on, basket uh, yeah. on, on fire, and then the entire <laughs> apartment. And it cuts to Detective White kind of absorbing everything and looking around. He's, like, within eyesight of her window, and she starts pounding desperately on her window as her apartment is engulfed in flames. Yeah, and really good flame effect on it. You know, all things considered, yeah. Yeah, like, you can see rolling flames on the the ceiling of her apartment as she's looking down, screaming. It was a good effect. It was. And then we have more driving. And yeah. more of the shanty towns, and then oh, arbitrary insert scene of uh, two stoners having some of the weed, and they see oh, a mysterious God, yeah. smoke face. Yeah, and they think they're hallucinating, but then they realize it's in the smoke that this face is coming at them. And one of those folks is Dark Infinity, the mohawked bl- b- uh, bong smoking uh, uh, guy, is our co-writer, director, and. What twenty different credited a lot of roles? A lot uh, of during the he credits. had he had a significant amount of credits for somebody not using their real name. Yeah, it's dude. There's better way. You can build your brand better. Yeah, like there there are better ways to do this. Yeah, he had a very uh, you pointed out very Jesse Pinkman look to him. He did look a little Jesse mm-hmm. Pinkman. All things considered, yeah. like um, like Jesse Pinkman after uh, a lot of upper body days. Gotcha. A little, little like maybe when he was stuck doing all the work down in the pit. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So then we have more driving around, and arguably the best thing about this film, the Amityville rap "Killer Buzz," which mm-hmm. is a full-length song rap about weed and Amityville, rapped by literally the whitest kids you know. Yeah, but not the not band. the white like, not the band the whitest kids. Yeah, because dinosaur sure. rap has flow. Yeah, oh, um, this would be like if Paul Anka tried to put out a rap mm-hmm. album. 
Because he like, did the metal album. It's like Lawrence Welk's rap. <laughs> and now from the finger legs, we have... Tidy bubbles, get, get, get. Buster Rhymes. <laughs> Buster Rhymes. <laughs> and from Cumpton. Uh, so yeah, uh, you get the just B-roll ends. while they do the... Yeah, they have the rap song, they do the B-roll. The cop shows up... Um, and I guess his apartment, because yeah, Detective White goes back to his apartment, takes a uh, long, hard slug of fireball, because yeah. you know some days are harder than others. Yep, and the fireball he kept not in the liquor cabinet, but in the spice cabinet with his other cinnamony kind yeah. of treats. Also, this is the the grossest apartment. Like on everything that you would put your hands on, there are a like just. The stains of ages. Yeah, the never the, cleaning this. the fine oils that our oh, fingers God. give off have collected plenty of dust, dirt, and grime, and like you can see that on you know lots of things sure. like old houses and all yeah. that. Uh, Stop looking around my apartment while you're thinking about it, Pat. I was looking at action figures. <laughs> Thank and you. I I, I know middle distance when Thank I. Thank you. Yes. Don't look at my light switches. No. God damn it. Oh. <laughs> Now, well, now you draw my attention to it. <laughs> oh, dear God! Uh, shut up. That's fine. Anyway. Um, it was like that when I got here. Nine yeah. years ago. <laughs> yeah. But, like... Yeah, you've, if you go to, like, a punk house and you just scrape your fingernails on, like, a banister right, or a railing, that kind of... Imagine that on, to the point where it's visibly black on camera. That kind, that level of funk build up around every knob and every handle. So in in, in a, <laughs> so years ago, I was on the light rail and uh, going to work, and I saw this one guy doing just that on like one of the on one of the buttons, like the door buttons on oh, the light rail. What? And I immediately heard James Cromwell in L.A. Confidential saying. Uh, not for all the Purell on the spruce goose, my friend. But I dare scrape any surface on a public transport. Yeah. <laughs> That's grosser than the people who were licking the posts on the subway. Anyway. Yeah. So, so um, then he sees, oh, then outside he sees of his apartment, real quick, I want to mention. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There's, as he pulls up, he sees, like, one guy shoots himself right outside the car. And on the side, there's uh, somebody biting out the neck of somebody else. Yeah. The person being eaten is the, the Sean. Bite yeah, the bitee is Sean Phillips, who is supposed to have multiple Amity films in the works. Uh, Amityville Karen, Amityville Shark House, I believe. Uh, excuse me, Amityville Karen. Yeah, I think I think he said Karen. Oh, which which would have been a more fitting horror movie title. Don't get me wrong. This is true, but it's yeah. Amityville Karen. Yeah, but he's he, not Amityville in space, is he? No, Amity, that's uh, that's Polonia. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, God. Oh, my brain is full of these things, and I'm sorry I forget everyone's birthday. Oh, um, See, so yeah, he he's got a bunch of them announced on IMDb. Yeah. He has posted production stills from a bunch of them, yeah. but they and have not come out yet. So the only proof that they're really happening is the tears on my pillow every night about the future. Fair. But so he sees, uh, so at this point he calls up, uh, Detective White calls up Amityville, New York Police Chief Malone uh, to give the info. But then Police Chief Malone says that 
higher ups have put the ki- put the kibosh on my investigation. Mm-hmm. The whole thing's kaput. kaput. They don't want it. They he don't says want it. it. He says kaput mm-hmm. in a movie in 2020. Because there is clearly some sort of a grand conspiracy to protect the Amityville house. This is all we get really of it. It's just, it's implied, I guess, yeah. for future Amityville films. And honestly, it's backed up by a bunch of Amityville films we've seen before. This is also if, true, like if, Playhouse. Exactly. Yeah. If, if we assume the shared universe theory yeah. of these movies, yeah. yeah, there is, Amityville itself is cursed and or Satanists. Yeah. Or like, or yeah, a knowing, willing mm-hmm. cult. Yeah. Um, like your Silent Hill. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as they're having this conversation and trying to figure out what to do about all of this stuff going on, luckily, no, it's been complained about before. Peter Summers is back on the news. Oh, no, it's not Peter Summers. It was a different voice. It was not. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, it's all ADR'd in. But um, important plot device news channel (laughs) is on the air 24-7. And it's already bad enough when somebody's at a bar and they look up, hey, turn it up. That relates to my current story. Sure does. The news gets louder and interrupts the conversation that both of them are having at just the right point to say that Sandra Lacoste has perished in a fire. Earlier today, this is it's, this it's, is like he literally like an went hour. from her it's place maybe to maybe been here. an hour. He drove home from there. Yeah, it's maybe been an hour since he left. Which at the same time she was being immolated, mm-hmm. and uh, not only have they gotten all the stuff done, they've identified the body, and it's already on the the, the national line. plot device news network. Oh man! Like again, yeah. a, a person, a single person yeah. dying in a fire. Making national news. Yep. Maybe because her the gunfight story was on the national news. Yeah, already, I'll allow it. But I, I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, we I can get allow it. it but I don't no. like it. Yeah, no, no, not at all. Yeah. But so then it's like this is it. Detective White has had it all. He can stands and he can't stands no more. Mm-hmm. I'm coming to New York and we're burning that house down. And then, you know... And then he does. And then he does. And, and also in New York, at the same time, Big M. This his is why cronies. I think he is actually in New York. I think he came out from L.A. as well. That is so fucking nuts. Do you think they were on the same... No, they weren't. They, oh, what they if could, they were on the same they plane and we they lost that scene? They, they weren't because he's there first. But only by minutes. But he's... Yeah... Huh. I think they were on the same flight and they I want that scene. They had on the same flight and I want that scene. Um, but yeah, Big M is going in and he sees how beautiful all this weed looks and he's all he about the future. immediately possessed. Yes. Yeah. Like his face starts doing all sorts of demonic possession stuffs. Yep. It doesn't matter. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the cop pours, yeah, uh, pours gasoline-ish looking fluid out of the gas canister. It's it's transparent, translucent looking. What do you want? What do you want? Uh, He pours it all over the hard concrete floor of the basement, which is, as you all know, if you're an arsonist... Not flammable. uh, Yeah. I'm sorry. (laughs) No. no, That's, I mean, that's where we were going with it. Uh, But it is enough for somebody to light a match and the whole place goes up. And Detective White has gotten there, too. Yes. Uh, the, like, he's made it into the basement. Like, it's so 
it's cut together so haphazardly. That was like the real breaking point for me in terms of I don't understand what's doing. Oh, and now it's the credits. Oh, well, I guess we're done. I, I yeah. guess the the build the building ex, the building's on fire, and all these green bits of energy are coming out. So yeah, these the, seeding like, future films. The bottom floors are all just the windows are just loaded with flame, flame shooting out the sides. The top floor has the glowing green eye windows, and yeah, little green wispies start flying out of the house and around the house. Yeah. And then we're done. And then, well, oh. that, then we have like that one last scene in uh, the smoke uh, XL smoke shop in uh, L.A. Oh, right, so right, right, right. Has uh, among other things, they still have some Amityville possession. So, oh boy, <gasps> more movies. Yeah, and that's not just on the street. That means a real grow house is making it for medicinal distribution, which is <laughs> corporate yeah. level. Yeah. Well, that was the, like once we get to the <laughs> bank. Oh, gotcha, yeah. So, one last bit of closure, because we we did skip the 13-minute chunk. We've all been there, done that. We, but at the end of it, it, we've okay. covered it except for the tag at the end of it. Um, the girl who survived the massacre with her father, oh, right, who yeah. had bought the monkey and then been institutionalized in the following film where she gives the information about how it's the monkey possessing everything. Mm -hmm. We find out, after all of that flashback footage, it's a shame she died in that asylum. Yep. Anyway, moving on. Like, cool, thanks, that's great closure. That is is dismissive as fuck. That is getting Shia LaBeouf out of your Transformers movies. Well, I mean... I still don't completely agree that he's dead in those movies. But I'm pretty not, sure they were trying to say he's dead, he ain't coming back. Yeah, I know, but neither's my God, knock wood, neither's Michael Beck. Yeah. Ugh. There's like <laughs> some rumor that he was thinking of coming back after this next one and it's like, Michael, um, no. Uh, I know he's got the new one out, uh, being from Baltimore, I, I misread the poster a couple times, it's called Ambulance. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, Ambulance. Um, and they had signs up at the one theater saying, warning, uh, for those prone to seizures, this movie includes strobing lights. This well, a, yes, it's an ambulance. A Michael Bay movie. But this is a Michael Bay movie. Yeah, if you're prone to seizures, all of them are bad all for you. All of the you. things. All of the things. Yeah. A friend of mine said it was Meza Meza. Or it's, it's good as a bad Michael Bay movie. It's bad for every other, you know, cinematic purpose. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Wondering what that would compare it to. Like, would that be like Armageddon, or would that be? I, I think Michael Bay can only really be compared to Michael Bay. Yeah. Right, but like Armageddon is one of his. Like, it's a. It's not a good movie, but it's a fun movie. Oh, dude, I love that. That applies to all of them. All right, so yeah, asking the wrong guy. Yeah, you're yeah. you're real. I'm sorry. I like. I know I'm wrong, but you're asking the wrong guy. I have them. I have all the Transformers on Blu-ray. Fair. I have the Criterion, The Rock, and Armageddon. I had to get those I'm just so, because they exist. I'm so bummed that they'll never really probably be released in, like, Criterion Blue. Because uh, the rights expired, yeah. Exactly. But, yeah. man. Man, they're in, they are in the Criterion collection. Mm-hmm. It's insane. And honestly, the Criterion be- discs you just want for the special features. Mm-hmm. Like, the remastering was great, but they've done better remasters since, well, yeah. I'm sure. Well, yeah. so. No, we want it for the uh, commentary track with Ben Affleck mercilessly making fun of the entire movie. Yeah. So good. But anyway, so, yeah, so obviously that's how we're concluding our discussion of Amityville in the hood. 
a uh, high resale value for me. Yeah, legitimately fun to watch. Yeah. Um, despite of clearly our massive complaining, <laughs> this is what we take notes on. This is what we, you know, have learned. Uh, seems to be the fun thing for the podcast. Yeah, these are the but nails that stick out. Yeah, but we we have fun watching a lot of these. And we, we, we've apologized for our behavior before. We I know, to do I know. but like this one is a reminder of just like some of these can not just be fun yeah. as an experience trying to get through this, that, the other, but like yeah. legitimately having fun watching it. Th- this is one of those movies that actually like pushes the tire down the street more as it was about to wobble down yeah. in terms of, you know, our interest in doing this. Yeah. But, as, you know, there's only one more that's actually out. As of this recording. As far as we know, there's only one more that's actually out right now. Yeah. And you may wonder, what does that mean for this podcast? We got it. Don't worry. Yeah. It's Um, just not going to be as many Amityvilles in the future. Yeah. We're going to have to take a break from the Amityvilles until they catch up now that we have. Yeah. Darn. Yeah. God damn it. This This took like a year and a half. Yeah. No, we'll we'll talk more about like we'll yeah. talk more about it next week. Yeah, but the future is now, and so yeah, keep subscribed to us. Unless I mean, if you if you didn't like already delete us, then yeah, I guess you probably would anyway. I honestly don't understand why anybody listens to us. I appreciate it. I oh just, yeah, absolutely. I, I just don't understand yeah. it at all. And also, especially a surprising jump in numbers recently but really yeah 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 yeah, no idea where I can't find any sort of tracking as to a link behind it or whether we were posted about or just we hit the zeitgeist but we we are part of the cultural zeitgeist yeah but anyway uh, we'll we'll talk more about the future on the next one Mm -hmm. for now get out if you want to interact with us online, you can check us out on Instagram or Twitter at Amityville Show, or you can send us an email at podcastamityville at gmail.com.